A llama. <laughs> He's, He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> this one looks like Peppa Pig. Shut up and listen to me rant. Man is angry today. Man angry. Man yeah. is angry? Does that mean you're mangry? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Okay, what are you mangry about? Well, first of all, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> I had to do it. No, okay, so let's talk about the fact that you try to be a good person. Okay. And you try to be nice to people. I try to be nice. Right. You're mimicking me. <laughs> that is red. And it. Right. And it. Come. It is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you try. Try super. Try to be a good person. Yeah. And when you're legit trying to be a good person, it's not because you expect anything in return. Right, it's selfless. You're being selfless. Right. But there comes a point in time where it wears off. The selflessness? No. The the, the need to be a good person. <laughs> I want to be bad. Well. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. I, I mean. I'm sick of being good. <laughs> when you give and you give to somebody. Oh, and then you get walked all over. Yes. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, fuck you. Right. <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy is gone now. And why is it that people feel it necessary to make you a, the bad guy in their story? Oh, that's, I mean, everybody kind of does that. Where, like, they're, they're always the victim in their narrative. And it's so frustrating. It really is frustrating. Because... Is it because you're guilt? You feel guilty? Oh, for sure. It's a hundred percent projection. Right. So you feel guilty, but in order to instead of just owning up to your actions and clearing your conscience, right, you have to make somebody else the bad guy in your story. Right. To make yourself feel better, which in the long run doesn't make you feel any better because you still did what you did and you're still a shitty person for it. Right. It, I mean, it's like the the true story of Three Little Pigs. Yeah. Right. So. In that version of the story, it's the wolf side of the story. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, I feel like we've right. talked about and this And he's before. not really a bad guy. He just had a cold. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> There's a box behind you. So for those of you who don't know, we record in my dad's office. And um, he's got, like, stuff everywhere. And there's a box behind you that says Fire Stick Merch. I'm, like, really tempted to go look at it. Merch. <laughs> but, like, fire stick merch? Mm-hmm. Like, is it a t-shirt that says fire stick? That's what she said. <laughs> My stick is on fire. <laughs> fire stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's a bunch of crap. Like, cords and cables. and Not fire stick merch. I'm disappointed. Dad, we're going to have to have a talk about this. Crap. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. Continue. ADHD is in full swing today. <laughs> but in that story, it's his point of view, and he is not a bad guy. He just has a cold. Oh, that's why he's huffing and puffing? Yes, because he's coughing and he's sneezing, and all he wants to do is to be able to make a cake for his granny. And these pigs are being jerks to him, and they're, like, saying, go away, you're an asshole, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mean, in their defense, they thought they were, he was trying to eat them. So, well, but when he sneezes, the house falls on him, they die. So, you know, he eats the pig because why is he going to let it go to waste? We don't waste. (laughs) Right. Don't waste food. So, you know, he's the bad guy when pigs tell a story, which is funny because if they're eaten, I don't know how they're telling the story. But anyways, (laughs) I digress. (laughs) It's uh, somebody wrote it from their perspective as an eyewitness. (laughs) I guess. But, like, is he really the bad guy? He wrote the story from the afterlife. <laughs> but is he really the bad guy? That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody... Yeah, maybe the pigs provoked him. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then it's the same thing Jack and the Beanstalk. Like, everybody's like, oh, the giant is such a bad guy. He's so terrible. Well, Jack wouldn't have gotten fucked up if he hadn't climbed up his 
fucking beanstalk. Oh, well, and then stole his shit. Right. <laughs> so Jack's like this saint, and the giant is a big bad giant, but... But because his reaction was extreme? Right. Well, I mean, Jack stole his shit. Right. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? We live in the South. You steal our shit, you get shot. I'm just saying. <laughs> fee fi fo fa motherfucker. <laughs> we need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I mean, well, I don't know why, but I mean, just know out there, you are the bad guy in somebody's story. Whether you... I'm the bad guy in so many stories. But whether you actually are or you aren't. But I'm not the bad guy. Well, it's... Ask any of my exes. They'll tell you I'm a bitch. And it's like, well, I was a bitch to you because you provoked me. <laughs> you cheated on me. What the? What are you talking about? Of course I was a bitch. You cheated on me. It's just like situations that are out of your control. And then all of a sudden, somebody that's supposed to be your friend or has been your friend for a very long time, all of a sudden, because you were <clears throat> ultimately in some way, shape, or form associated with something... Mm-hmm. Whether it was by choice or not, now... Get this, okay? I have to make this very vague because this is like a very real story in my life currently happening, okay? Imagine not talking to your mom, not speaking to her, not having a relationship with your mom anymore because she got in a serious relationship and didn't tell you about it because she wasn't ready. And instead, you broke into her iPad and read her sext messages. Barf. Right. You're mad at your mom because you bamboozled yourself? Nobody told you to go look at those messages. And nobody told you to invade her privacy. Right. She's a grown-ass adult. Right. She can fuck whoever she wants to. It's not hurting you any. Right. And... It makes her a hypocrite because she's always told us to wait till marriage. And it's like, guess what? She did. Been there. Done that. Had two kids. Who cares anymore? She's in her fucking 50s. Right. Be an adult. (laughs) Right. Be an adult. And now, because you did this to yourself, you're missing out on your mom's wedding. Well, you know, that's what I'm saying. But you know, but she's not, or I'm going to say she. This person is not a bad guy because the mom, no, I'm saying the like mom, the, 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 the right kid. in the story, the kid is not the bad guy, even though what you did was wrong, right? And you know that it was wrong, but you're gonna turn around, and you're gonna make your mom the bad guy, right? And it's like, doesn't your mom deserve love too? Anybody deserves to have an orgasm every once in a while, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, I really don't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, even if something happens that you are not intentionally a part of, but you are by association, mm-hmm. and then you have that person that's like, oh, you're you're doing that? Oh, you're, you're talking to this person? Oh, you're in this group? Oh, I can't be friends with you anymore. I mean, it's very much like the cancel culture. Like, you're doing this, and I don't agree with this. Therefore, I think that you deserve to die. Like, well, it's just, we don't all have so, to agree so on everything. Stupid. Laura and I don't agree on everything. Well, half the time, we don't agree at all. But, I, <laughs> but it has nothing... It doesn't change the fact that we're friends. Oh, I can't be your friend anymore because you don't agree with some of my parenting styles, Laura. Right. Like, I mean, and, and you know, I've told you... Like, I'm saying this as a friend. I know that this is how you parent, and I know that I'm not a parent. But, personally, I don't think you should have done this. I think you should have done that. And it's always taken with a grain of salt. And it's, if she doesn't agree, then she says, thank you for your input, but that's not how I'm going to parent. And I say, all right, go off queen. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? That was, That is a good idea. Maybe I'll try that next time. Right, or you'll say, you do things so much different than my parents did. My mom would have never let me do that. Well, I could, I could very easily be like, oh, I'm not your mom, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, yeah, you know, ever, you know, whatever, that's... Right, because it's not like I'm saying it as a jab at your parenting. That, I know, and that's what I'm... Like, but, you know, you go on Facebook, and all of a sudden You it's, have all these keyboard warriors. Oh, like, my God. I would never... Oh, my God. You need to spank that baby. Ridiculous. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Like, I just... Why don't you come over and do it yourself then, Meredith? Right, or if you spank them. That's child abuse. Why are you hitting your kid? <laughs> don't you dare touch that baby. Oh my God, it's, it is so ridiculous. Yeah, we live in a society where 
Nobody can do anything right. There is no right answer. No. Everybody's in the wrong. Everybody's a bad guy. And everybody should be canceled. And you know what? Honestly, yes. We are all sinners and we all fall short of the glory of God. But by his stripes, we are healed. And you know what? I don't need you, Karen. I'm healed. We just went to church. Hallelujah. Praise his name. You know what? Since Jesus died for my sins, why don't you worry about your own sins, Karen? Um, it's ridiculous. Redonkulous. Redonkulous. Right. And then the whole, like, okay, on top of all of this bullcrap, you know, have kids. You know, have kids that have emotional issues. Have kids that are teenagers <laughs> and can't control their freaking hormones. <laughs> And you love them so freaking much, but if you want to wring their neck and be like, Patricia, get it together, sweetie. I don't want to be alone. You're not alone. Your brother's here. But then I'm still alone. There's no adult here. You're not alone. Your brother's here. You are practically an adult. Time to grow up. I need you to stop. (laughs) I'm never having kids. No. And what's hilarious is like two days ago, she was like, you and dad really should have a date night. Like without me and Colton and blah 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 and I'm I'm like yeah that's all well but then, done, but then you do don't that. want me to leave you here with your brother <laughs> you try and do that don't leave me alone oh my god <laughs> it's you you're allowed to have a date night on her terms bang head here <laughs> just seriously put wall head through wall here <laughs> it's just Either way. I'm just saying. So speaking of talking backwards, I, I have to say this. It's so funny. Oh. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, my mom works at a blood bank and her phone um yeah. it died. So dad bought her a new phone and I was trying did. to get did. D-E-D, did. Um, I was trying to get the data from her Samsung phone transferred to her new iPhone. Now for those of you who know, Android and iPhone do not get along, especially when the Android will no longer connect to the Wi-Fi. They're not friends. Not friends. Samsung said, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Apple's done. I think that's just a mutual war. Yeah, it really is. Like, they're like, we're going to do everything in our power to not get along with each other. So switching uh, uh, from Android to iPhone or iPhone to Android is always a freaking nightmare. So anyways, I spent like half the day at this, you know, you break, I fix place trying to get it to work. Didn't work. But um, I was like, whatever. At least the phone has data. It's It can make calls. Mom knows my and dad's phone numbers by heart. So she it, it's not like she really needs her contacts. So I was like, I'm just going to get some food and take her phone to her. But in order to find out how to get to the blood bank in the hospital, I have to talk to her. So I'm like, okay, I have to call the hospital and I call the operator and I have the operator send me to the blood bank. And in my mind, I'm think I'm preparing myself for the fact that I'm gonna have to ask for Lisa. Like I'm used to calling her mom. I can't say hi, is my mom there? They're gonna be like, who are you? <laughs> so in my mind, I'm preparing to say, where's my mom? Where's my mommy? So in my mind, I'm preparing to say, hi, is Lisa there? So <laughs> my mom ends up being the one to answer the phone. So then my brain had like a complete malfunction because it was like. The action, the command that you gave is no longer valid. Error, error, error. <laughs> literally what happened in my brain. So instead of saying, hey mom, it's Laura, I said, hey Lisa, it's mom. <laughs> <laughs> we just spent the next two minutes just laughing at the phone. And what makes it so funny is that I really said it with like, I said it with my whole heart. Like <laughs> I said that with so much confidence. Hey Lisa, it's mom. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like those awkward times where somebody's like, hi, how are you? And you're like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> or like, enjoy the movie. You too. <laughs> Have a nice meal. Thanks, you too. <laughs> I think I've done that to the server. <laughs> Enjoy your, enjoy your meal. You too. 
<laughs> How's everything tasting? Great. How about yours? Oh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. And uh, um, we had. I had a waiter one time. He was like, it was, I was with Julia, and he was hardcore flirting with us. And um, <clears throat> we were talking about getting dessert. So we're like, okay, we're just gonna share one. So we, it's like a chocolate lava cake or something. You know, it's very mean, Julia, to be that share a chocolate lava cake. So he comes over with two, and we're like, oh no, we only ordered one. We're gonna share it. And he says, yeah, I know. And he sat down in the booth next to Julia, <laughs> and we're sharing one, and he's eating one. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you like on your break or something? That's kind of ballsy. <laughs> Like, just to invite yourself to the table? I mean, we had been, like, joking around with him, like, the whole time. So, like, I guess in that short amount of time, we had built a rapport with him. And we knew that he was hardcore flirting with us. I really think that at the end of the day, he just wanted a big, fat-ass tip. Um, and maybe a phone number to go along with it. But I don't really think he expected, you know, much else. May- I don't know. Maybe he wanted to get laid. Who knows? But we had fun. So, he's eating his chocolate lava cake, and we're eating ours, and... We had a great time, and we paid our bill, and gave him a regular 20% tip, and then left. (laughs) He didn't even pay for his cake. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Well, I think at the time, Julia either had a boyfriend, or, like, she was, like, talking to someone. She was in some kind of situationship, and I was in some kind of situationship. So, like, he was barking up the wrong trees. (laughs) We were both, like, somewhat taken. That's, like, the ones that flirt with the old ladies. Yeah. Well, because you know those old ladies are wealthy. Some of them. You know, they come in with their Hermes and glasses and, um, or Chanel lipstick. And their Gucci bag. They got money. I have a Gucci bag because my daughter has money and... I live on social security, but go ahead, flirt away. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a gift from, uh, mm-hmm. from my granddaughter, who's a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I ever see somebody with a Birkin bag, hey girls, be best friends. <laughs> Where'd you get that bag? <laughs> you like my bag? <laughs> Did you pay for that yourself? You have a boyfriend, <laughs> your boyfriend paid for it. <laughs> Where your boyfriend at? I'm gonna steal him. <laughs> That's like in that episode of Gilmore Girls where Logan buys Rory a Birkin bag, and Emily, her grandmother, gets like, she's like happy for her, but also jealous. She's like, well, Richard's never bought me a Birkin bag. And she's like, imagine that. Rory, a Birkin bag. A Birkin bag for Rory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the exact line. <laughs> a Birkin bag for Rory. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I'd really heard of Birkin. I was like, wait, why is... I was like, if Emily's, like, freaking wealthy. So if Emily's making a big deal about this bag, it's got to be a big deal. So I looked it up, and I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> only a million dollars for a purse. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They, like, started at 250000 and they got to, like, $1.2 million. Why? <laughs> because it's a Birkin. Okay. I would never want to carry something that expensive. No, like I'd be afraid to touch it. Right. So like, and Jen- then much less put stuff in it. Like heaven forbid. Like- so okay, that song "Hawk Girl Bummer." Do you know that song? I think so. There's a line where he says, "Throw up in your Birkin bag." The first time I heard that, I audibly gagged. I was like, I'm sorry, what? It's a half a million dollar bag and you're going to barf in it? Sorry, <laughs> that was the wrong time for you to take a drink of water. There's a trash can underneath the desk. <laughs> I swallowed. <laughs> That's what she said. I did not expect that. <laughs> Throw up in your broken bag. bag. Hook up with someone random. <laughs> So here I am, like, I would be afraid to put a lipstick in it for fear that the cap would come off or my perfume would leak or something. At least it would smell good. Uh, and then he's just like, throw up in it. You throw up in it. It's a, oh, fuck it. It's, it's only half a million dollars. Just barf in it. We'll just get it cleaned. We'll just buy a new just one. Just gold freaking trash can. We'll just, just throw up in it. We'll just donate it to the local Goodwill and get you a new one. Can you imagine going to Goodwill and finding a Birkin bag? Yeah, if somebody, I don't, if somebody barfed in it, I still would buy that bitch. Uh, 
I'd be like, $20? Sold. $100? Sold. Even if it was $1,000, I'd buy it. Do you know what the thing is? Is that somebody, if that ever did happen, they probably would be like me and be absolutely clueless as to what it is. And it would be one of those things that was sitting on the shelf at a thrift store, marked at like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And the one, like that being the person like that knows what it is would be like, Are you sure you only want ten dollars for this? Are you sure? It's just a purse. <laughs> and you'd be like, just a purse, just a purse. No, then you pay for it, and then you go. By the way, this is a broken bag, and it's worth two hundred fifty thousand. Thanks. <laughs> so bye. I'm gonna go have it steam cleaned and sanitized. Just throw it in the washing machine. But if, let's think about it though. How many celebrities? Probably just. So that's what I was about to say. Jeffrey Star has multiple. And then there was this whole controversy with Kim Kardashian where she had one and it was like hand painted here. I'm going to find a picture because it was such a big deal that like she had it hand painted by this famous artist. I don't even remember who the fuck painted it. And it is ugly. And it was a gift from Kanye. <clears throat> <laughs> um, let's see. Kim Kardashian. But they have probably multiple bags sitting in closets that after a while they probably don't even look at. Yeah. Well, you know, Jeffree Star made a good point because it is a purse and it is a high-end brand like that. Technically speaking, it is a good investment like buying land because as long as it's in good condition or great condition, it only goes up in value because... The more that the other ones get ruined, and this one becomes more limited, the more value it, it has. Mm. And as time goes on, it can only go up in value. It'll never go down in value. Unless the company just goes obsolete, which is not likely. But yeah, here, this is, <laughs> this is a hand-painted purse. What the <laughs> hell is that? It's naked ladies. You need to save that <laughs> and put it on Instagram. I don't know if I can. Instagram doesn't allow nipples. <laughs> Y'all, Google is a free service. If you want to know what this purse looks like, just Google Kim Kardashian hand-painted Birkin bag. You'll know it when you see it. It's the one with three naked ladies on it. Is one of them supposed to be her? I don't know. But then also there's like this like goblin in the background. <laughs> I don't know. So like, is it like... That's Kanye. <laughs> I was going to say, is that Baby Yoda? <laughs> it Honestly, it looks like uh, a freaking... It looks like Yoda and Hellboy had a baby. No, I mean the whole bag. It looks like some kind of like orgy scene. I mean, yeah, it kind of does. Look how perky those are. Honey, nobody with boobs like that, that size, are that perky. Even if they're fake, they're, they don't stick straight out. If they do, you need to go see your doctor again. Your doctor did not do a good job. No. <laughs> so, wait, let's see. <clears throat> Who painted it? This is from the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, painted by George Kondo. Is that, like, is, she, is he related to Marie Kondo? I don't know who that is. <laughs> George. It's an ugly bag. Kanye, you it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> if I was Birkin, I would be disgusted that you painted shit like that on my bag. So I guess he's kind of like got the same kind of style as Picasso. He's an American visual artist who works in painting, drawing, sculpture, and print making. Mm. And he lives and works in New York City. Mm. Um, let's see his artwork. <clears throat> Surrealism. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Well, some of it. <laughs> I, it looks kind of like Kevin from Up. Look at it closely. Yeah, or Cusco in his llama form. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> 
A llama. <laughs> He's, He's supposed, supposed to be, be dead. dead. <laughs> this one looks like Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> this is my little brother George. <laughs> Do you know how to whistle? Mm-hmm. What's a whistle, anyways? When you put your lips together and blow. Oh, like this? Click. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, bitch can whistle? Fuck you. I thought I had a friend. You ain't no fucking friend. You said no before you even knew what I was asking you. There, there, there it goes again. Just because poor girl knew knew what to do, now she's a bad guy. Heaven forbid she knew how to whistle, even if freaking Peppa Pig. Yeah, sorry, Peppa Pig, but your fucking <laughs> schnoz is too big and you can't whistle. Right. But you know what? You can snort, and none of your other friends could probably do that as good as you. Because <laughs> you're a pig. You're the Peppa Pig. That's right, bitch. Oh, but the poor little. Susie Sheep, whatever her, she's the bad guy because she can whistle. Yeah. Puppy's gonna go around saying, Yeah, she did this, and I don't like her anymore. You shouldn't like her because she can whistle. I feel like it'd be Sheila Sheep. Like the shh, the alliter- alliteration. Yeah, I don't even know. Our alliteration. You know there's like a whole theme park for Peppa Pig? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because they make theme parks on anything. Because everybody wants to be Walt Disney. And you know what? Nobody will ever come up with an idea like Walt Disney did. That man was a freaking genius. I mean, I'm kind of down on Universal's whole like Mario idea. Cause it kind of makes me think of like the whole Toy Story Land. Um. You look puzzled. I, I want to say something, but I also don't want to say something incorrect. So I'm going to do a quick Google search. Um. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, Super Nintendo, but I, okay, hang on, will you just <laughs> stop? <laughs> so it's called Super Nintendo World. Mm-hmm. I guess it is going to be a part of um, Universal in California. Yes. And in Japan, the original one is like its own thing. It's not part of like Universal or anything in Japan. It's just its own thing. And Universal yeah. Orlando is supposed to be building... Yeah, and it looks it looks cool. So I mean, I'll go after it like simmers down. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, not going not, within the first two years. I'm not even saying I'm gonna go. I'm just saying it looks kind of cool. I mean, I'll go. I'll just wait after like two years of it being open. Uh, it's like the whole Harry Potter thing. I'm like, mm, I'm good. Oh, but I did Harry Potter world already. It's all right. I'm not like a Harry Potter head. Oh, you're not a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said that. <laughs> so I'm not a Potterhead. I also am not a Pothead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I think it's, like, I think that the concept is cool. It's I mean, the same thing with Toy Story, like, the whole Toy Story thing at Disney. Like, yeah. Because the concept is cool. Because but when I, what I was saying, though, like, originally, though, is that, like, Walt had this vision, and he started with, in Orlando, in Orlando he started with 700 acres. Mm-hmm. And... So he had Disneyland, and he had 700 acres in Walt Disney World. And now, look at the empire it is. Like, with a cruise line, and, like, they even have, like, the... Well, there's a Disney Vacation Club, and there's also this other thing that you can do where you can go to, like, exotic places through Disney. It's really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw something about that. Because I thought about doing that, like, when Dad and I go back to Egypt. I was like, oh, we can do it through Disney. But, like, you know, when we go... We basically buy our plane tickets and then that's all we end up paying for because the family pays for everything else when we're there. Hmm. Or most of it anyways. So it ends up being like maybe two or three grand for the two of us. If we went through Disney to go to Egypt, it'd be like eight grand each. Ouch. Right. So it's like, okay. Everything is, everything that is attached to the Disney name is expensive. Right. And you know you're not going to really get to do what the locals do. It's going to be all of the tourist attractions. Right. You can go to the pyramids. You'll see the Sphinx. And I, if I'm being honest, like, Egypt is great. I love Egypt. But as far as touristy things, there's the pyramids and the Sphinx, and then there's the Nile River cruise where you get to see the temples. And that's about it. The Zuka chicken. 
<laughs> I cannot say. I cannot confirm or deny if it's good because I've never had it. So yeah, there's this new chain that's trying to um, compete with KFC in Egypt, and it is called Bazooka Chicken. Bazooka. There's also Volcano. Um, both are terrible names for chicken place. Yeah, but volcano makes me think like spicy. But bazooka makes me think that my stomach and my Diarrhea. asshole are going to be in extreme pain. Diarrhea, cha cha cha. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna be putting a hole in your toilet in about 20 minutes to just clear the way. <laughs> I may or may not live. <laughs> right. We'll see. You may but, like, have. I asked them. I said, is it called bazooka because it's spicy? And they're like, we don't know. And they're like, why would. I was like, do you guys know what bazooka means? And they're like, no. So I showed him a video of a bazooka, and Peter goes, oh, good, it's a bomb. <laughs> I feel like that's something, like, he would give your enemy. You'd be like, you know what, you're really, or, or like, somebody you're pissed off at, like, you're really pissing me off. And they'd be like, oh, let me go buy you some lunch. Have some bazooka chicken. <laughs> but I mean, like, as far as the marketing goes, obviously they did a good job because I told you about it once and now it's just come up in conversation multiple times. Well, yeah, because it's, it's catchy. the name. It's catchy. Right. It's a catchy name. You remember it. Bazooka chicken. It doesn't make but me like, want to eat Imagine their, like does the... not inspire me to eat their food. <laughs> imagine mm-hmm. the ads though. Because uh, like Egyptian or Middle Eastern and everything, it was always like, wow, in your face. Ba-bam. So then like bazooka, the ad would be like, bazooka chicken. <laughs> 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 Come on down for some bazooki chicky. <laughs> so like a bazooki. Oh, I want a bazooki. I want to go to BJ's. <laughs> Un pollo es loca. <laughs> Chicken is crazy. <laughs> Chicken is crazy. <laughs> So you guys don't have bazookas in Egypt, got it? <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, I really feel like it's like a, it's like putting eye drops in somebody's drink. <laughs> I forgot about that. Right. Next time I really need to go to the bathroom, I'm gonna remember that. Just one eye drop, though. Just one drop. Just you know, you're really pissing me off today. Let me go get you some coffee. Co- eye drops in the coffee? Fuck yeah, man. I won't see you for the next two hours. <laughs> You're like, oh, I have a colonoscopy tomorrow and I forgot to pick up my drink. <laughs> Let me just drink some coffee with eye drops. Same difference. Yeah, yeah, and then you get the call. We need to reschedule your colonoscopy because you never picked that. No, I got it. It all worked out. Trust me. I'm good to go. I'm clean. I'm flushed. <laughs> I could be mean. Well, we all could be mean. But I'm not. choose not to. Right. That, and that's my whole point. That's why I was ranting earlier. <laughs> we circled right back I know. Because I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not a mean person. I mean, you have your days. I'm. Okay. I have my days where I'm. In, where I have my moods. But I'm not. Yeah, you're cranky. But you're not mean. I'm not. Yeah. You're not vindictive. I'm not a mean person. Yeah. I mean, we've known each. Next month will be four years since we've known each other. Mm-hmm. Next year. Next month. Will be four years since we've known each other. Is that what I said? said? I think that's what you said. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Next month, not next year. Next year, we'll know each other for five years. That's how math works. Um. Really? (laughs) I've been doing it wrong this whole time. And we've only fought three times. And I used to joke around and say we're having our annual fight. And then I think we kind of figured it out this year that we usually fight at the beginning of the year because we're both stressed after Christmas and the New Year. Well, and then work bullshit. Yeah, so then that's what we're both like on edge with of fighting. But this year, you had our annual fight with our other coworker. So, oh, all right, yeah, sure. <laughs> so we're off the hook this year. Well, and we don't have work to fight about. Yeah, so I'm curious to see like this coming January what we'll find to fight about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we end up opening our own business together, it'll be about the business. <laughs> Probably. And then, like, t- 
20 minutes later. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Let's make up. <laughs> but it's, it's I'm, I'm just, I'm not a mean person. But there are times. I want to be mean. I do, but I can't, <laughs> I can't make myself be mean. I mean, can't relate. <laughs> like, I will vent. I'm mean. When I am cranky, I am cranky. <laughs> you know that. Right, well, but even when you are cranky, like, you're, you're just, you're feisty. You're not always, you're not, like, mean. I know, well, it's because I like you. <laughs> if I don't like you, then, like, I literally will, the filter will be on fire in the corner. Like, I will vent about, like, I would like to do this or I would like to do that, but I would never do it because... I can't, like, my conscience just won't let me. I don't know. When John cheated on me, I really did want to take a baseball bat and smash a super. And if he lived closer, I might be in jail. <laughs> the only reason why I really didn't do it, because I didn't... I told myself that I didn't trust myself to drive an hour while angry. Not because you don't look good in orange. I thought I looked great in orange. <laughs> Orange really compliments my skin tone. <laughs> you know, I got that olive skin tone. <laughs> no, I just, I think the only time that I do get, like, when I do actually get mean is when it has to do with my kids. Oh, yeah. When Mama Bear comes out, everybody, move, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only time that I, I get, that I actually do get mean. Because I don't even care at that point. Like, you fuck with my kids, all bets are off. Right. But, like, I'm also that way about your kids. Like, when you were, that one time you were, like, at your wit's end of the school, so then I called the school, and uh, I got a hold of the superintendent's secretary's secretary's secretary, and I was like, I need to speak to the superintendent. And she's like, well, you can't just demand to talk to her. And I said, well, I need to talk to somebody. I don't care who it is. I need somebody who can oh, solve this problem. That's when I was trying to get her moved over to the other school. Yeah. It took like a freaking week and a gift from God. Right. And uh, she was like, well, I was like, I'm literally calling on behalf of a friend because she's at her wit's end and she can't make this own call. Yeah, I, I just... <clears throat> I am done with the schools, too. Yeah, the school system is just garbage. And, you know, can I, I want to be controversial for a minute. Like I said, we live in the South. And, yeah, we, we own our guns and we, we love our Second Amendment. We do. But there's been so many school shootings that I am 1,000% okay with putting metal detectors at schools. So that way they can't bring in guns, knives, forks. You know, none of that stuff belongs in school. Well, and the thing is... The kids don't need to have guns. No, well, I don't even know... I don't know how all the schools in the county are. I know that the school that my kids go to, they go through one door to go into the school. Right. So there's not a reason that they couldn't put one at that one door where all they have to do is walk through it. You know why... I mean, this is what I've heard. I, I don't know that this is 100% accurate. I believe, I can't state my source either because I don't remember where I read it, but I, from what I remember, it was a legitimate source. The reason why they don't want to put metal detectors at schools is because it's not aesthetically pleasing. They don't want the schools to look like prisons. And it's like, honey, they already do. Right. You've got big well, metal gates around then, the entire freaking complex. Let's talk about the fact that already twice since they've gone back from their Christmas break, twice, the school that my kids go to, there have been threats made on social media to the yeah. school. It's like twice. becoming trendy to threaten to shoot your school up. Right. And the, the second one just happened last week. And then the day after, there was another one made... Um, to one of the private schools in the area. And you know, as many of you know, I love Allie and AJ. And I recently went to two of their concerts. And they are very... Um, um, what sort of I use? Um, very progressive in the way that they talk about these kinds of issues. So 
And, you know, I've kind of, like, been in the in-between. Like, I feel like we should keep our Second Amendment. We should have the right to bear arms. But I, like, also don't want these, like, school shootings to happen. So, like, there's got to be, like, an an in-between. So, Allie and AJ um, have been, like, at every single concert on their tour, have been asking everybody to pledge to ask. And you just ask if there's an unlocked gun in your household. And if there is then lock it. Well, see, and that's the thing that I think is one of the bigger problems is that it's not so much... I mean, everybody is like, it's the guns, the guns, the guns, take the guns away, but it's not. It's irresponsible gun owners. Right. And it's people that have guns that are not legally supposed to have them. Right. So we, I mean, obviously we have... Because, I mean, my husband's been in law enforcement. We have weapons in the house. But... And, and, you know, even whatever the case may be, it's your prerogative to have whatever you want to have in your house. But if you've got children... We have a locked safe. You need... Or have them high up where... At least have them high up where the kids can't reach them. Right. And if you don't have a safe to lock them, then don't keep them loaded. Right. But we have a locked safe. We have a locked safe that's up in the top of a closet. Right. So... I mean, and not only that, because there are weapons in the house, my kids know, they, they know about them. Like they not, not just, they don't just know that they're there. They've seen them. They've seen them taken apart and cleaned. They've seen them put back together. They've seen them, or they've held them, of course, unloaded. Right. Um, and they've also handled, um, a BB gun. They, they know they know it's not a toy. They know that there are logistics and there are things that are go along with the responsibility of a weapon. But again, even though they know, mm-hmm. they're locked in a safe. And you know, I feel like I am pretty accurate when I'm saying that these kids who have brought guns to school that are from home, um, most of the time the parents say, I don't know where they got this idea. We don't let our kids touch the guns. And it's like, well, I think that's the problem. If you had taught your kid how to use the gun and have them take a gun safety class, then they would understand that this is not a toy. I'm not going to take this to school. This is something serious. Right. Right. And neither of mine have ever, of course, because of their ages, have never fired an actual weapon. Like they've, like I said, BB guns. Right. Um, Because... I think in the state of Florida, in order for them to go to a shooting range, it's like 16 or 18. I was going to say, most of the school shootings are usually high school anyways. But there was that, I don't I don't know if it was in the state of Florida, but there's a six-year-old who brought a gun to school and shot his teacher. Which is just absolutely crazy. Why does a six-year-old able to have access to a loaded handgun? Right. My mom told me this story when she was really little, so this was like... No offense, mom. This was a long time ago. And um, (laughs) she uh, went over to, I think it was her uncle's house. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really have kids at the house. They didn't have kids of their own. So they had guns everywhere. They And he had a, a loaded gun in between the two couch cushions. And my mom found it. And she was like, what's this? And, of course, my uncle was like, ooh, can I have that? And, you know, my mom was a good kid. So she was like, okay. But, you know, you get one of those kids that like that's like, oh, this is a game <laughs> and takes off running with loaded handgun. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it's like, fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you get one of those asshole kids that thinks they're a cowboy. <laughs> oh, look, it's a revolver. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. As they're putting holes in your ceiling and your dog's running for his life. <laughs> and like, because it's a revolver, they're also blowing their thumb off of their hands. <laughs> Listen, it happens to the best of us, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Is there something you want to share with the class? It's it's a self-correcting issue. (laughs) Don't put your thumb in the way of the hammer. (laughs) Or in the way of the revolving revolver. (laughs) Your thumb will get blown off of your hands. No, I I just... It is... You won't make that mistake again. No, I did twice. (laughs) I was gonna say you can't make that mistake again because you don't have a thumb anymore. No, oh no, I meant like I meant with the hammer. Yeah. Like I literally tore the hell out of my thumb. Yeah. My defense, it was a very small idiot. A, a small gun. Idiot. <laughs> it's like I needed an extender for the grip. Like my thumb had nowhere to go. And it was like slide up. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
I'm bleeding again. <laughs> How are you holding it? Huh, your, thumb, like, your thumb is back here on the yeah, butt of the gun. Okay, yeah. so the butt of the gun was only like this big because it was very small. So you've got both, you use both hands. Yeah, so then you like tuck it, you just tuck it. Okay, but this one, when the hammer would come back. Yeah. If you oh, were was it hitting you here? It hit me here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was on the top of your The top thumb. of my thumb. Okay. Twice. Not like... And it had two little, like... You weren't holding it like this. Like no, a no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was like two little, like, snake, like, fangs. <laughs> so it came back and it was like ripped my thumb. And I, and I did it twice because I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, you would think the first time I would learn, but... We don't have okay. that. We don't have that gun anymore. <laughs> That's not very effective. <laughs> I'm gonna blow your head off while I tear my thumb up. <laughs> one for you, one for me. Yeah, right. Actually, I don't ever aim for the head. For some reason, my targets I always hit around the groin. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> You're aiming for the head, but you hit around the groin. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm terrible. I can't see anyways. Oh well, maybe it's just with like the. It is. The yeah. Kickback. Yeah. It is. Down. <laughs> I do better with a. With a larger weapon, surprisingly, because yeah. you don't have as much recoil. Hey, now to get an AK. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's not give him any ideas. I want one of those like big ones that is like a huge cylinder, and you have to hold the handles like a bike. It's like a machine gun. Yeah, but like on a tank. <laughs> it just looks so fun. Ask Chuck about that one. <laughs> he was the gunner. <laughs> I promise I'm not a violent person. I've never even gotten in a fight in That's, my life. <laughs> make sure you ask him in his good ear, though, because he was the gunner. He can't hear out of one of his ears very well. <laughs> that was before they had uh, hearing safety laws. Well, what'd you say? I'm talking to my good ear. I can't yeah. hear you. Oh, and I'm glad that the House of Blues fixed their issue with the sound, because the last LADJ concert I went to there... My ears were ringing for three days. We are so random. My ears were ringing for three days. That's where I was going with that. Lost hearing. And we were just talking about Ellie and AJ. I know, but we went from gun safety to shooting a machine gun to not hearing to a concert. Not hearing. (laughs) It ebbs and flows, okay? You just just roll with it. We are. We are random. (sighs) I feel like this episode just needs to end, honestly. Are you done ranting? Do you feel better now? I guess. <laughs> you guess? I guess. <laughs> Listen, people, just remember, be you, do you. Bark Doesn't matter. Haters. You're always going to be the bad guy in somebody's story. If you want to bark in your broken bag, go for it. <laughs> it's your money. <laughs> do you. <laughs> but if you give it to Goodwill, let me know so I can go snatch it off. I will. You don't Don't even bother donating it to Goodwill. You can donate it to the charity of Laura Waba. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it off of your hands. I'll even give you a charity receipt. <laughs> So what I'm hearing is, the advice is, barf in your bag if you want to. And then give it to me. And give it to Laura. And be a good person. Not because I want the barf, just because I want the Birkin bag. And a barfed in Birkin bag is the only one I can afford. <laughs> a free one is the only one I can afford. Well, I can afford ten, like 10 bucks. Oh, speaking of money, I forgot to give Dad his money back. Talk about random. Uh-huh. I got fifty dollars in my wallet. It doesn't belong to me. Maybe I should just wait and see if he asks for it. <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> hey, we were talking about that bazooki earlier. You want to go to BJ's? It's <laughs> further than I want to drive. Yeah, I know. We don't have one close, do we? It's like Tampa or Orlando. Gainesville. Oh, there's one in Gainesville. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. By the mall. But I'm not dressed for that. These pants. I love these pants. They're harem pants and they're so comfy and they're so soft. Uh-huh. But I feel like I look like an Oompa Loompa in them. You don't look like an Oompa Loompa. I do. They make me look a lot wider than I am. No, they're actually really cute. Thanks. Oh, Lord. The only thing I don't like about them is there's just no pockets. Trash. Jerks. Women want pockets. Give us. And not pockets that are fucking sewn shut. Right? Or like, I can put right. one knuckle in them. Like, I need pockets. Right. <laughs> Why? Why do they sew pockets shut? 
Because they're not real. It's so stupid. Like, they don't... It's act, just the stitching. I know. It's, it's just stupid. Like, but I have had a pair of pants, which I guess this is like a high fashion thing, um, where the pants came and the pockets were sewn shut, but they were real pockets, but that's like a normal thing. You're supposed to like... It's how you know the pants are male in high fashion, whatever. So dumb. I say high fashion, but I, I'm pretty sure I got those pants at like H&M. <laughs> in Miami. Those are my favorite pants, too. <laughs> Called them my salmon pants. <laughs> but they were more of like a terracotta. <laughs> they were like in between salmon and terracotta. They were they were nice. They were like uh they were linen and, and polyester blend and they were capris. And they had deep pockets. And they were very flattering on me. I like those a lot. So it's like comfy pants, but you look put together when you wear them. You know, it's what I strive to achieve. Have comfy clothes that make me look put together. And then I sat down on Jacob's 55 million year old mattress and I sunk all the way down to my ankles and they split. And they did not split on the seam. Oh no. And I was like, my pants. <laughs> Thankfully, I was prepared to spend the night and I had an extra pair of pants with me. Well, that's good. Yeah. Or else I would have been sending a man to the store to buy pants for me. That would have not been good. <laughs> Unless it was a gay man. Right. And I would have, uh, I would have ended up with like basketball shorts or sweatpants or something. Well, as long as it covers your ass enough so you could go get your own stuff. I mean, true. Uh, anyways, people, we're done. <laughs> like, now we're just conversating for no reason. Right. I hope you enjoyed this uh, rant and rave into our mellow pants talk. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pants Talk. <laughs> With Amanda and Laura. Today, we're going to talk about pants. <laughs> Pockets and pants. <laughs> it sounds like a really cute brand, honestly. Like a like a brand, like a clothing brand of just pants, pants and pockets. Pockets and pants. Or two hamsters. One this is pockets, this is pants. <laughs> These are my hamsters, pockets and pants. <laughs> you guys are even still there. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> Till next time. And wish me luck because today's my first day at my new job. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Yay. if you've if you've listened this far, wish me luck. Say a prayer for me. Uh, send me a cute little message of encouragement. Yay! <laughs> Until next time. Adios. <laughs>